Welcome once again to Robert Nauer Unfiltered in the Villages. And this particular discussion is just going to be about how the Morse family of builders has done such a wonderful job in program management over the past 20 years since Harold Schwartz turned everything over to Gary Morse and his siblings who have turned this place, the Villages, into probably one of the best places in the United States that anyone could live. And though there are people, just like me, who will say some derogatory things about the villages, like how the traffic is bad, people are sometimes crazy, and there are certain things that are wrong, the reality is, if you look at all of the rest of the United States and all of the other builders out there, Pulte, Lennar, D.R. Horton, and others that are building in Florida, the Villages is probably one of the best places you could ever come to to get a decent, well-built home of quality. Now, there are always going to be people that will dispute that. And... You know, I, one of the homes that I lived in was a custom-built house with a three-and-a-half-car garage over in by Lake Deaton. The only complaint I had about that house was the front bedroom where they had poured the concrete and not ensured that it was level. And they had to come in and re-grind it down. And, oh, my God, what a fucking mess that was with the dust everywhere. It took days <laughs> to try to get the dust out of the house, uh, even though they did close it and sheeted it off. But to re-grind concrete, and then what's it, when all they really should have done was level the floor with a leveler, Ugh, that was a tough situation. But overall, the four homes that I've owned have really been nice, well-built homes. All cinder block, except for the one I'm living in now, which is a precast. And I got to say that I don't understand why other builders, not only here in Florida, but throughout the United States, don't convert to the precast concrete concept that the Villages is. It is efficient. It is well-developed as a process in a factory. And they can basically, through their CAD drawings, put out any size, shape of home that they desire to build. And although the Villages is not going to be building many of the older plans that they used to build, many of the new plans actually make more sense. The only drawback that I see as a long-term villager here, and my wife also concurs, in that the closet spaces are never sufficient. I don't know why it is that people think that they need to have huge fucking bedrooms, master bedroom, when there's so much space in a bedroom that is not utilized. And if they were to make the master bedrooms a little bit smaller, you don't need as much furniture. You could put more built-in furniture drawers in a closet with built-ins, and you could basically have more closet space, giving up some of that of the master bedrooms. But that really is about the only major problem that I have personally with the village's designs is that the closets are too small for the master bedrooms. If you were to go look at all of the Pulte, Lennar, and D.R. Horton homes that I have over the past 18 years, it's incredible how they think people are, number one, even going to get cars and trucks into their small little 17, 18-foot garages. At least the Villages gives you, on average, 20, 21, 22, and 20, 
three foot, in some cases, um, length garages and wider garages than do the standard home builders, Lennar, D.R. Horton, Pulte, etc., throughout the state of Florida. I don't think there's any place else in the state of Florida that you can find a decent garage that you could actually put a boat with a swing back tongue in as in the villages, as easily. I have hunted and hunted for homes in Vero Beach and Sebastian and Palm Bay uh, for three-car garages and for garages that have any length at all, but nobody builds garages down there in those areas that are longer than 20 feet exterior. And exterior means 19 feet interior. So wherever you're talking 20 feet exterior, which they show sometimes on their diagrams, it means 19 feet. If they say 21 feet exterior, it means 20 feet inside. And it's very difficult to get a boat or anything else in type of that type of garage. The one other drawback that I have seen from the villages is that, and I'm amazed that they don't do it because Richmond Homes does actually build a very nice little RV house where they've incorporated in a 3-2 or a 4-3 bedroom home, a two-car garage with a RV garage. And if you want to see one of those, all you got to do is drive over to Tavares of, I think it's 19, and you'll see on the left-hand side a new Richmond home development that is beautiful going back into uh, Lake Harris. And it's they're actually selling lots. Now, the lots are a little small, but it'll give you a chance to see what a, a true RV garaged home looks like, and they make a lot of sense. The interior layouts don't make a lot of sense there, though. Otherwise, I would have bought one for my RV. But I just find it very odd that the villages, after 40, 50-some years of doing this, has not developed a section in the villages, and I hope they're listening, where they build homes with an RV garage. I see people who have big enough lots that are putting add-on RV garages, uh, like there is over here in the village of Deluna. There's one or two that are over here that did it. But that's only where there's sufficient setbacks to do that and willing to spend the kind of money that they did to put an add-on RV garage. But there's no reason that the villages can't develop a precast concrete home with an RV garage. And I'm sure that a lot of villagers would like to see that because I see hundreds and hundreds of RVs stored all over the place because there was no place to put them. And yet if the villagers would build an RV garage home, they would be selling them like hotcakes. And one of the only other drawbacks that I can complain about over the years is that the villages has not incorporated solar generators and solar-powered homes where through the learning curve process, they could have brought those costs down so dramatically that to put solar on homes would have cost literally nothing to the builders of the villages. But other than that, I got no complaints. The villages is, for all practical purposes, one of the finest set of builders in the entire United States. You can't go anywhere. I've been to every state in this union. I've been, I've lived in Guam. I've been to uh, a couple of the out islands. And I got to tell you, <laughs> Hawaii, of all the homes that might get hit by a typhoon, 
They should build nothing but precast concrete homes out of all the lava rock that's available there. I don't understand why home builders, especially in places like Oklahoma and Kansas and Tennessee, don't build precast concrete homes because they can withstand winds of up to 300 miles per hour. And they're very well built. You just need a low-pitch roof to avoid any issues with tornadoes or high winds. And folks, it is high-pitched roofs, like some of the old premier homes in the villages, that cost a lot more for insurance because of the high-pitched roofs. So you want a low-pitched roof if you want to have lower property insurance costs. But the villages have, let me just say this too, I am a certified program manager for that I got certified during the my time in the federal government. I'm a certified professional contracts manager. I'm a former professor of contracts management. I have I have done all the forms of contracting, construction contracting, building of missiles, the simulators for the joint strike fighter, many different times of, of built multi-billion dollar contracts. And I have to say, and I can say this quite honestly, having 35 plus years of experience in program management and government contracting, that by far the villages has the best program management, probably even better than the Department of Defense. Let me repeat that. The villages has the best program management, program managers and contracting people doing their work that probably even the Department of Defense has. And I can say that having worked for the Department of Defense. They are excellent. They program everything. If you look at how they put these precast concrete homes together, everything is in lockstep, perfect sequence to the timing of it, which is why now today in the villages, they can put together an entire villa section of precast concrete homes in no more than 40 days, 30 days to build a villa. Once the walls are done and the foundation, it is lickety split nonstop until that villa is completed. I know because the one I'm currently living in, from the date that we saw the foundations going in and we tracked it, it was a total of 60, 70 days max for the development to be done. And when our home that we're living in actually had the foundation laid, it was another 30 days before it was completed. That's because they factored in from the time they put the foundation and all the rough ends to the walls being delivered on spot and assembled, the trusses and everything else going in, they have it to a science. The same kind of quality program management and science that Elon Musk has for his uh, rockets. It took some time to get them squared away, but they are by far so squared away that that's exactly why the villages can build seven to 8,000 homes a year, which they're doing right now. And, uh, and, and they're also thinking about still expanding their contractor, DZ Concrete, Concrete's plant larger to accommodate further development and growth and output. So all of the, uh, the new designer homes are going to be precast concrete. They're phasing out the cinder block to a large extent. There are going to be some exceptions for 
truly unique custom-built homes, but they're trying to get away from the gargantuan premieres of the old days that they had over by Sumter Landing. People don't realistically anymore want to live in gargantuan 3,000, 500, 4,000 square foot homes. The average runs around 1,900 to 2,000, with some exceptions up or down. But they're all going to be precast, and that's a great thing. It's a great thing for Florida. It's a great thing for the villages. It's a great thing for property insurance. It's a great thing for the people who will live in those homes because they don't have to worry about those homes being destroyed by a tornado, as did occur in Mallory in 2007, where every last stick built on the street where the tornado hit was torn down to the foundation. And it was only a Category 1 tornado. Can you imagine if they'd had a Category Level 4 or 5 tornado? Well, they would have probably taken some of the cinder block homes down, but it would have leveled every single stick built in that area. It took the clubhouse down to the, to the foundation. If you don't think that precast concrete homes is a good thing, then you're just not thinking. The villages, for those planning on coming here, the good thing is you get a quality built home. And nobody's paying me to say any of this. They know what they're doing. You can rely on a lot of things. Now, you're all out there boohooing this, and I'm going to say, yeah, you're right. There are a few minor issues like the gas connections in a lot of the villas, especially in the Noah villas where I'm living. There are a number of homes in this area that inspectors have gone up into and found gas leaks. Now, that is very, very serious shit, let me tell you what. Because if you have a gas leak and you have any power surges at all, if you have a lightning strike that occurs near your house on, on a rainy day and you have a gas leak, gas travels up all lines, everything in your house, unless you have a surge protector on it. You need a whole house surge protector, like the type that, um, um, what's it called, EMP Surge sells, and some of the other companies, Siemens sells a wonderful whole house surge protector. It's about $350 to $400, and you put it on your main breaker panel. You do not need lightning rods. Lightning rods are a thing of the past. If you were thinking about pissing two to three thousand dollars down the drain to put lightning rods on your house, please don't waste your money. Go look into a whole house surge protector that you put on your panel. I'm putting one on this week. They will protect everything in your house. And additionally, you also need to put a uh, special clamp on some of your more expensive wiring for some of your more expensive appliances that will also degrade some of the surges that may come through or escape the whole house surge protector. There's always a possibility there can be some leakage. But I have found after doing uh, lightning rods on two of my homes that it's just an utter waste and I'm pissing money down the drain when there's a better, more efficient way to handle those electrical surges from lightning, and that is a whole house surge. And quite frankly, I'm kind of wondering why the hell the villages doesn't... for 
They only cost $350, and the villages could buy literally thousands of them for their builders when they're doing it and put a whole house surge protector on every electrical panel of every new home they're building. Why doesn't the villages do that? That's a question everybody should be asked, but they're just shifting the cost onto you, the buyer. So the villages build a fantastic product. They do. If you were to go look at Pulte, Lennar, D.R. Horton, Richmond, any of them, you will find huge flaws. The only ones that I've just mentioned are the only issues that I can come up with. There's always going to be issues like concrete on the flooring and the sidewalks and the driveways that is cracked during the 12 year, 12 month warranty period that you have to catch and have to get them to redo. But the point is, my friends, the villages will honor their warranties if you do your job. The villages will fix any problems that you identify. The other home builders, Lennar, D.R. Horton, Pulte, they will not do that. The villages does. And that's the main reason if you're thinking about coming someplace to live and you want to get a quality built home, you want to come to the villages. Anywhere else in Florida, you're not going to get a quality built home. I'm sorry, just not. And that is the main difference. So I'm going to get off my platform right now and just, you know, if you decide you want to comment on this, feel free to comment. I'm always open to any comments except derogatory comments. Now, I curse a lot. I'm a sailor. And my wife's a sailor. And we both curse a lot. If you don't like cursing, hey, screw you. I don't give a shit. But the bottom line is, put it out there the way it really is. I'm not saying that the villages is hunky-dory, fluffy, cotton candy every fucking day. It's not. It's a reality. There's no place in the United States that co that's cotton candy, mom, apple pie, every fucking day. But if you want a nice place to live with a lot of things to do and good recreation, other than the crappy roads outside of the villages that are constantly under repair, then you want to come to this place in Central Florida. Now, in a couple future podcasts, I'm going to talk about living in Oto, which is on top of the world, just north of here up in Ocala off of Highway 200. It is a true, let me repeat that again, it is a true over 55 community that is gated and guarded. The Villages is not a gated community, except for insurance purposes only. The Villages is not a true over 55 community. If you think that it is, you haven't read your paperwork and you don't know the reality. It is not an over 55 community. It is just there's a lot of over 55 people living here. So in the future podcast, I'm going to talk about some differences between the villages and on top of the world. So stand by and with that, Bob out.